0: You're listening to Children's Health Checkup, where we answer parents' most common questions about raising healthy and happy kids. I'm Bill Clapperoff, and on this episode, we'll talk about ways to childproof your home to keep kids safe from common dangers. We'll also talk about why it's important and areas of the house that pose the most risk with our expert, Cynthia Vega, Injury Prevention Program Coordinator at Children's Health. Cynthia, thank you so much for your time. So why is it important for families to childproof their home?
1: Children should feel safe at home, whether they're playing or relaxing, but the truth is that accidental injury is the leading cause of death in kids up to 14 years old. And what is shocking is that more than a third of these injuries happen right at home. So it's really important to start help proofing our homes to prevent any of these injuries from happening.
0: And since children grow and change rapidly, I imagine that causes risk factors to constantly change too. What's the best way to identify risk factors based off of your child's age?
1: It is really important in order for parents to keep them safe to experience the world from their child's point of view. And the best way to do that is to get at their child's eye level, even down on their hands and knees if they must, and go around the house looking for things that either can be attractive and can be dangerous for those kids. And parents will be surprised at how many things they'll find either underneath their couches, on their tables that they've never noticed before.
0: And we know how kids will get into things and find things, that's for sure. They will. So let's talk about some of the things around the home that pose the most risk for children and how parents can help make them safe. So let's start with bath safety.
1: Yes, in the bathroom, what we're more concerned about is access to the water. Either it can be in the toilet or it can be while children are taking a bath. A child can drown in one inch of water and that's all it takes in a matter of seconds. So, what we recommend is for parents to use toilet locks and to stay within arm's reach of their children when they're taking their bath. Never, ever, ever leave them alone for a second, just because that one phone call that you might take, it might take five, six minutes, and that can be the difference between a child. Injury or, or not being injured. Another thing that we're concerned about is a lot of parents do store medicines, have their makeup in there, cleaning supplies in the bathroom. So we do recommend to keep all those chemicals either locked up and out of reach of the children so they won't get access to toxic chemicals.
0: So you mentioned potential drowning in bathtubs. What about pools and barriers for pools?
1: Yes, almost half of the children that drowned in North Texas last year were not swimming at the time of the event, but they did wander outside of the home or fell in the pool while they were playing. So it is really important that if you have a home pool to consider having multiple layers of protection to keep your children safe at home. And the first and most important is to have a non-climbable fence with a self-locking gate around the pool. And this is just to prevent children from gaining access to the pool. Parents can even install an alarm for any doors or windows leading to the pool. And we also want to make sure that all the doors and windows leading to the pool are locked to prevent small children from wandering now when an adult is not present.
0: Some really important tips there. So let's talk about sleep and safe sleeping spaces.
1: And this is especially important for those babies under a year old. We just want to make sure they're sleeping in the right environment as after a highest risk of suffering suffocation when it comes to sleep. So I do recommend that for every nap and every sleep, for parents to practice the ABCs of sleep, either the child must be alone on their back and on the crib or in the approved um, sleeping surface, either it can be a bassinet, it can be a packet play. We do encourage parents to share the same room, With the baby, but not share the same bed, it increases the risk of suffocation. It's never, ever okay to put a baby to nap or sleep alone on a couch, an adult bed, a chair, or even in a car seat. Even a fall from these surfaces can come with injuries to the baby. So we just want to prevent either those babies falling from these surfaces or getting injured.
0: I know this can be kind of a touchy subject, but what about gun safety and what about guns in friends' homes?
1: Yes, and I know many houses now, a lot of parents do have guns at their homes. So it is really important that if they do have a gun to keep it unloaded at all times, locked in a safe space. Either it can be with the gun safe, um, which does what we recommend with the combination code, that the child cannot gain access. We do recommend that the ammunition be stored in a different space that is not together with with the gun. And we do need to teach children what to do if they do come across a gun, which is for them to stop and ask them not to touch the gun, walk away, and then go tell an adult if they do see the gun. Also, a lot of, of our kids might be going over to a friend's house sleeping over. So it is perfectly okay to ask parent of that friend about guns. It's okay to ask him, "Hey, do you have any guns on the home? How do you store them?" And I know it's a sensitive topic, but it's just to prevent any injuries from happening when you're not with your child at other friends' houses.
0: Yes, it's always a good idea to ask and know. So how about important storage spaces? I'm thinking about alcohol, cleaning supplies, medicines, vitamins. How about those important storage areas?
1: Almost 90% of childhood poisoning happens in the home. So it is really important for parents to know where the dangers are and safeguard against them. We do encourage for parents to either look at their bathroom, and I know the kitchen is another place where a lot of parents do store cleaning supplies. A lot of these household products are in chemicals who come in bright color packaging or in bright colors, they might look like candy and child might not be able to differentiate them from candy and other treats. So it is really important for parents to get all those cleaning supplies and medication in their original containers. And I know a lot of parents buy cleaning supplies in bulk. So it, just keep them in the same containers, never transfer them to their empty bottles or anything like that, because that's how children can gain access and poison themselves. Also, we encourage for parents to use inexpensive cabinet locks. At all times, and if they're not able to purchase any of these cabinet lots, to put all those cleaning supplies, cosmetics, medicines, anything that has chemicals up and away and out of uh, the child's site in order for them not to get any access. If parents do notice that the child consumes the any chemicals, they should call the poison control number immediately, even before calling 911, just because... They have nurses, toxicologists, pharmacists that will get the information that the parent need faster than calling 911. So I do encourage for parents to save the poison control number right on their phone so they'll have access right to it. And that number will be 1-800-222-1222.
0: And that number, once again, 1-800-222-1222. So when it comes to safety, how about windows? What should we know about that?
1: With windows, what we worry most is falls from high heights, such as out of a second-story window or even down the stairs if parents have a second-story house. So what we do encourage is for parents to install window locks or window guards to keep children safe. Those mosquito screens or insect screens are not strong enough to keep children inside. We also recommend for a baby gate to be put either at both the top and the bottom of the stairs to prevent any of those falls and uh, to also keep furniture away from the windows. Kids are very curious. They like to climb. They see furniture as a playground. So in order for them not to gain access through that window, just try to keep furniture away from it.
0: So tell us about furniture and TVs and how to keep our kids safe.
1: Well, we do recommend it for parents to keep those TVs, especially the fast-screen TVs mounted on the wall. Or if they're not able to mount it on the wall, to keep the TVs low on wide bases and secure them to the wall with either tethers to prevent any tip overs from happening. Those are really, really dangerous and uh, can come with really bad consequences for the children. Also, even a fall from the couch and the bed if the child is jumping, can come with serious injuries. So we do recommend for parents not to allow their children to then jump on their couches, their beds, because they can get seriously injured.
0: And then last but not least, how about the kitchen?
1: Kitchen is a place that is often missed um, by a lot, but it's a place where we can make a lot of memories as a family, right? So what we are more concerned about is burns. So what we encourage is for parents to, when they're cooking to turn the pot handles inward when they are cooking and if possible to use the back burners to cook. A lot of kids are really curious, especially those little ones. And if they see something that smells good or if they see a cup of coffee, they might not even know that it's hot or cold and they can get burned that way. So just make sure to keep all the hot stuff away and to also supervise kids when they when they're cooking we do encourage for parents not to leave them alone and be there right there with them when they're cooking
0: what great tips cynthia thank you so much for this very thorough list on how we should child proof our homes thank you again
1: thank you so much for having me
0: that's cynthia vega and for more information please visit children's.com And if you found this podcast helpful, please rate and review or share this episode and please follow Children's Health on your social channels. This is Children's Health Checkup, a podcast from Children's Health. Thanks for listening.